2: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. April 24th, 2021. Welcome to the greatest day of our lives. Be the to
3: it, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> Terrence Riley from Alganosa Leaf is a traveling man, and he joins us where we're going to learn how to smoke a cigar in a car. Properly, Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And
3: you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
2: So, Terrence Riley, it's been too long. It has been. It has been. We, we missed a year. I know. It's gone. It's behind us. How was it? You know, it, uh, of all the years I've ever had, it was one of them. Yeah? Yeah. It was another year. Yeah. Very positive man. He has not a lot of negative things. It's greatest sickening. day of our lives. It is. It's sickening. the greatest. Here we are
4: sitting here in this beautiful studio talking cigars. Yeah. Yeah, we're living the dream. Okay. It's a beautiful thing.
3: Right. Oh, I got a couple of quick shout outs I'd like to make. Uh, we got Rob,
4: Thayer, Eric, and
3: Sean here from New York. They drove all the way up to catch the show and visit with our good friend Terrence here. And I was on a uh Australian Zoom meeting this morning. Yes, the cigar aficionados of Australia invited me in, and they they made the greatest flyer for me. I I got to get a copy of it. It says, as part of our scraping the bottom of the barrel series, we we welcome Mr. Jonathan from the Cigar Authority. (laughs) And how'd it go? It went great.
2: Yeah, yeah. They have um, major taxes and. Oh, they they
3: got into it, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. They get
3: they get taxed by gram weight. So if you're going to have a five dollar robusto or a thirty five dollar robusto, they're taxed by gram weight.
2: Same thing. So same you may
3: thing, as well same. buy the thirty five dollar one because you're paying the tax either way. Right. So they all they all smoke really good cigars.
2: You guys sell to other countries?
4: We do. Australia is difficult uh, because you have the plain packaging rule and the taxes. Oh so, but yeah, we, we're in. It's funny. We have a, 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 gr- a interesting group. Like we have Pakistan. We have. Like Malaysia, we have Brazil. It's like a lot of different, you know, places. But the U.S. is number one. Oh yeah, U.S. is is that's right, baby. They made me
3: turn the camera around and walk around the store this morning. It was cigar porn for them. They've never seen that many cigars in one place. (laughs) I'm like, where do you see the humidor?
2: All right, we're going to smoke uh, something that, that's very rare because it says so on the label.
5: <laughs> Must be true.
2: Gary, yeah, yeah. what do we have here?
5: Well, today's first cigar is the Agonorso Rare Leaf, and it's ma- manufactured in Nicaragua by Agonorsa Leaf. The size is 6x54, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro featuring a cafe wrapper from Jalapa, a double binder consisting of Criollo 98, and the fillers are Criollo 98 with a touch of Corojo 99. A single cigar will set you back eleven sixty nine while a box of fifteen is one fifty five ninety nine, which comes out to just ten thirty nine per cigar. It's a savings of twenty dollars or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Cafe wrapper. What does that mean? It's color variation. So okay. actually, the wrapper the is a Corojo wrapper,
4: but the blend is dominant Criollo. So we thought that would be misleading to say Corojo, so we, we refer to it by color shade, which is cafe.
2: All right. All right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all others were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax. It always makes me smile. I when see everybody- you over there, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> clicking along with us. It's so cool. Uh, they actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars—they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. It's so weird how that ever happened. That <laughs> one of us did it while we were end up saying it was when the
3: stage was over here. That's the first time really? it happened. Uh-huh. Yep.
2: And then it just had a mind of its own. And people do this. I wonder, if, are you doing this at home? Oh are yeah, people- I know for yes. a fact
3: that people click along with <laughs> us at home.
2: All right, so let's get into a cold draw here. Little barnyard. I'm skipping ahead. I, I, I say that. Yeah. But you might be one of those misbelievers of flavor notes and stuff. Well, you know,
4: I know I believe in flavor notes. Yeah. I think sometimes it gets, you know, exuberant. But well, well, uh, what, you, get, what are get you trying to, to get say? You're
2: ready to get exuberant. <laughs> Cinnamon Chinese Pea Pots. That's what this is. Yeah. There we go. Chinese Pea Pots. I've seen them on the plate. I've usually pushed them away. <laughs> yeah. Some of these things, that, I, I don't know because I haven't tasted these things. We went out and celebrated Barry's uh, 100 pound yes. loss. You see the shrinking man over there? Yes, it is, he it is. And we had cauliflower, which you wouldn't think, what can they do to cauliflower? I'm like, hey, nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try it because the chef actually sent it out
5: because nobody here ordered that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would have, but it wasn't on the menu.
5: Yeah, we go to a steakhouse and Jonathan orders a hamburger. So What was. That cauliflower that made it taste uh, like
2: that it, yeah. That was a tempura He, he said it
6: was a, a Korean cauliflower Yeah, so I think it was tempura fried And then it had sort of a kimchi It was the seasoning was it.
4: Korean Or the cauliflower was actually from Korea
6: The seasoning Okay It went kimchi variety there we so go.
2: There's some spiciness to this cigar on a cold draw That's kind of like that
3: We're going to light our cigar today With the Vertigo Intimidator Vertigo Intimidator features only one action. You got to take the lid off. It's held on by a chain. It's very reminiscent of Pam's chain wallet.
6: <laughs> yeah. It's got a
3: color changing flame and it does have the patented Vertigo big ass tank all for the low price of 24.99. That is the Vertigo Intimidator.
5: And the uh, head curves for your pleasure.
2: So if if it didn't have that little chain, everybody would have this, and these, this little cap would be gone. Yeah. So it's good that that chain's on there. Yeah. Well thought out. $29. Wow. <laughs> Remember back in the day when things like these were? $24.99. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable.
4: And the nice the flame color is nice, too. Mm. I like that. You don't lose
3: it, especially now. Golf season's kicking up. Yeah.
2: So, agonosa leaf, rare leaf. So, what is rare about this leaf? So, this is kind of a, a different approach, usually when
4: you have um, some unusual tobaccos or some tobaccos that have a unique flavor Now, people always ask it 's like, "Oh do you have you know uh, a field that produces a certain characteristic and, and, and that 's true, but generally farmers don't want that. What they want is to have the same thing over and over and over again that has a very uh, uh, consistent flavor profile because otherwise it's hard to create everything. The key thing to to cigars is consistency. Mm. And so if you don't have consistency, you you know, you're out. Yeah. You want
3: someone that likes it to come back over and over again because they start to crave that flavor.
4: We were even talking about this, I think yesterday where like, it's almost better to be consistently bad than inconsistent. Mm. You know? So you you go to a McDonald's and nobody's like, this is the best burger I've ever had, but everyone knows what they're going to get. And, uh, and and so they, farmers actually don't want, want that. So when they have uh, a lot of tobacco or a, a certain field or a certain section on the field that has a unique flavor characteristic, there's two things you can do with that. You can either kind of dilute that unique flavor into other blends, and so it doesn't stand out as much, um, or you create a limited edition. Now, a limited edition is nice because you get to really harness the flavors of those unique tobaccos. But the problem is, is that you know you call me and say, oh, I've got this guy. He loves the cigar. He's coming in every day and buying a box. And now it's gone. And uh, he's upset. And you're upset. And so then you either make more of the limited edition. Uh, and then you're starting to dilute it potentially. And then the guy comes in and says, this doesn't taste the same. And then he gets mad at you. Yeah. And you get mad at me. Uh, so with Rare Leaf, the idea was to limit distribution of it and keep it in in the quantities that uh, our select agonorsal select retail partners could uh, have consistent access to um, and that's only about 10 percent of our total retail uh, partners mm. so it's it's using those rare tobaccos but it's doing it in a way that because we're, there's only certain accounts that can receive this product um, you're able to consistently get it or at least as consistent as anything else right now in the right. industry
2: so so Next year, we'll still be able to get. Yeah, it. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
4: It, it, the idea is that you 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 can turn a customer onto it, and he can come back. Not only is he going to be able to come back and buy it from you, but there's not that many people that he can get it from.
2: So I got to say, it's probably the most flavorful of all. It's a it's a step up in spice and richness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's it's heavy in Criollo '98. We're we're really known for our, our Corojo '99 because we're the only major growers of that seed varietal in Nicaragua. But uh, criollo 98, we also use a lot of as well, and that's a more quintessential Nicaragua flavor, especially from Esteli. So, so you're going to get a lot more of the Criollo elements, uh, the earth, the spice, a little bit of salt notes. Um, it's it's really a, when I think of a Nicaraguan cigar, this is what I think of. Yeah,
2: it's fifty four ring gauge. This this particular size was smoking. It's so packed. It it. It you feels would expect, like it's yeah. You would yeah.
3: expect it not to draw,
2: and it's so perfect. The draw was so perfect that I wasn't saying anything until I actually lit the cigar up, but feeling it, I'm like, it's going to be a tough draw, for uh, me. I think. Dave, uh, no uh, way.
6: Chef Charlie says that uh, the cauliflower was gochujang vinaigrette. If that helps at all, it does. <laughs> yeah, you can make that at home. It completely
2: <laughs> clears everything up, just right. with uh, what I have in the <laughs> cabinet. I'm but sure. that's Buckley Steakhouse, yeah, um, in. Merrimack? Merrimack? Merrimack, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Uh, Phenomenal. Outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, I didn't eat it all.
6: No.
5: I, I didn't. And that barely happens.
6: Oh, by so the way, Milo says thank okay. you.
2: Okay.
5: Yeah, you got like an 18-ounce prime rib that was probably more like 24 ounces. Yeah, he's got a um, heavy thumb, heavy (laughs) heavy finger or whatever he did, or or he likes me.
2: Whatever it was, everything was good. The sides sides were outstanding. I mean, everything was fantastic.
5: Yeah, I gained five pounds from that meal.
2: You did? Yeah. You you thought that was going to happen? Yeah,
5: well, the cauliflower with the breading on it and the fried, but I lost it in two days. Okay. I'm back to where I started. No, far from where you started. <laughs> well, where I started the, the day, before, day yeah,
2: <laughs> Which is now at 109. 109. 109 pounds. Nice. It's crazy. And now we're going to go to 150. Right. And 150, we're going to do it again, right? Uh, absolutely. So, because the next 100 isn't going to And normally you would off. say,
3: oh, let's try a different restaurant. But that was so goddamn yeah. good that I have to go back
2: there. Yes. We don't have to wait till
5: bad. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it sounds right. like it's working Karen's, out for everybody. Terrence yeah. <laughs> <Karen's laughs> <laughs> is sitting over here staring at my stomach. I'm a little uncomfortable. Yeah,
4: You know, it's working out for everybody, you know? Do you you want, lose do you weight and they the
5: get belly? to eat, you know? You want to rub the belly? It's, <laughs> it's <I'll> off <good> air. <laughs> I'll do it off air. Okay. It's <laughs> good luck. It's good luck.
2: So, have you been traveling through this whole thing? Are you just starting up now? Or what's no, going no,
4: I've been... Tra- since last June, I've been traveling. Okay. So, it's it's been a... Uh, you know, there's some places you really couldn't go and some places were more open, so... Um, Much less than I did previously, but but more and more, and, and, uh, you know, it's getting back more towards what I remember it was. Yeah. Um, So... Do you see people turning out to the events and things like that? Yeah, you see people go to events. You also see people that are kind of uh, more comfortable with the virtual events and have gotten used to that. So uh, we were talking about this before. You're seeing more of a hybrid. You know, they'll they'll have people there and then they'll also put it on Zoom or they'll put it on Facebook Live. And so people that are home and, you know, I think as time goes on and vaccination rates go up and things like
2: that, you'll see more people wanting to come out. I'm going to dig into that during the after show and really get into it because uh, I've learned a lot as this went on. People were asking me as it started up, hey, what do you do now at this point? And I said, how the hell do I know? (laughs) This is new to everybody. We'll figure it out. But I'm starting to figure it out. The question is going to be, is are people going to go back into the old mode, or is it going to be some sort of hybrid thing? Of you know, and, and people are different. We'll get into that. But um, production on in Nicaragua, everything's good there. So we're fortunate
4: because we we, uh, we grow a lot of tobacco,
2: uh, and so with that part, we're we're good on. Um, None of that stopped. You didn't skip a crop. Nothing. No, nothing. No, okay, no, yeah, that's we good just news. Uh, they
4: they've been going full board. Um, so that's been good. Uh, the, the problem is everything else: uh, boxes, bands. Burma call. Uh, I mean, literally everything yeah, you
2: said that the, the little, that's the little glue that goes on the end yeah. of the cap. It's hard to get. Yeah.
4: Right? Yeah. We had to find a new supplier for it or wow. buy it from a different place than we usually buy. So that's, that makes it difficult and everyone's competing for rollers. And so that, that's hard and you go want, you want to keep up consistency. Um, you know, At the same time, you don't want to lose people, so it's, it's a difficult balance. If they're not putting out a cigar that's up to quality, you have to be gentle in how you correct that because it can always go right down the street. Yeah. Everybody's hiring. So
2: during the, the uh, cigar boom that happened in the 90s, consistency was everything, and the people that ended up saying, I'm just going to put it out. I know it's not ready, but we're screaming. The retailers are screaming for product, yeah. so let me just put it out. The ones that did not ended up being the winners. Yeah. At the time, you'd look at it and say, oh, you're missing these sales, but they put inconsistent product out. And then when, when they got their cigars back to normal, people said, no, oh, I've been smoking those. I didn't like them at all. And then they're gone. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this is the magic of what's going to happen now is...
4: It, it takes into, yeah. It's really you have to have integrity. You know, when people are throwing yeah. money at you, you know, hey, where's my product? And then yeah. they're upset. You know, you want to make people happy. I don't like getting called, and the guy says I've been waiting for you know two yeah. weeks for my cigars or whatever. We've been pretty good overall, so um, we're we're happy with that. But again, it's it's difficult, and,
3: and consumers have to realize that you may uh, a store may be out of a size. Yeah. So you may have to make uh, you absolutely want the habano maybe you try the the maduro this time or you move up a size, yeah, a Toro down size. or down yeah like,
4: so you, you try you try to make everybody happy but that's impossible and like you said you got to really think long term eventually at some point you know we'll, either we'll catch up with the band or 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 there'll whatever will happen and uh the guys that are putting out good product
2: and have a consistent product are the ones yeah. that are left. So, what hat are you wearing right now? Do you? you, you, you it's a sales, or Is a marketing. So,
4: as you? I always say, the only title that matters is owner in a company. But uh, that said, I, I, I handle sales and marketing. I'm, the title is VP Sales and Marketing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as far as going to trade shows coming up, you guys are doing them?
4: Yeah, so we're going to do them, uh, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, for me, it's we just kind of concentrate on having a reason to come see us for the people who were there, uh, setting up well, having everything prepared, and then who shows up, who you know shows up. I look at that. You know, I don't control that. And uh,
3: Scale was, the booth size down at all?
4: For PCA, we, we, we did scale the booth a little bit, and we changed the approach, only because this is kind of an interesting thing. I think traditionally, Dave, you've been in this a long time, the only way to stay in touch with somebody was really the trade show. You, know, yeah. you, didn't see, you maybe saw them twice a year, so you'd sit down, they'd have a big couch, and you'd sit there, and you'd talk business for... You know, five minutes and the rest of the time you're talking about your kids and you're talking about every, how is everybody going. And it was really to keep that relationship solid. And as time goes on, you can get, I mean, somebody on the moon in two seconds on Facebook and right. whatever. So it doesn't really need need that element anymore and so I think it's better for everybody they come in they do the business and then they leave and then we can go to dinner afterwards or whatever but the trade show should really be business focused and those conversations I don't even think anyone wants to have them anymore but everyone feels obligated because it's over the years you've got people to see you've got things yeah. to do we've got customers that want to come in and, and so if we can get you in and out in a, in a quick way I think that's the way to go and then we let's yeah let's go have a drink at the bar or see it for dinner and, and you know have it be later on yeah yeah uh, you do, do you
2: do TPE? Uh, yes, we're doing TPE okay. as well. Yep. That too. So yep. that's going to be interesting. That will be the first trade show of all in the Las Vegas Convention yeah. Center that they're going to do. So uh, we're looking at that and saying, uh, you know, if it ends up turning out well, okay, PCA yeah. uh, is, is a go. If it's a complete wash, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, what's going to happen here? And I wonder if these trade shows will tr- try to go into that. Um, you know, virtual along with, here's the people here. Could could that be pulled off? Yeah. I mean,
4: I think that if, if that's to be pulled off, you got to prepare for that pretty far in advance though. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of moving parts.
3: Really, it could be a manufacturer, single focus. You know, you at Aganorsa Leaf could do your own little mini trade show on Zoom or whatever.
4: We actually did that last year a little bit. We had one of our, our reps kind of put together a series of videos on the new products, and he sent them out to all of them, and then he set appointments for a week period of time, and he went through it all, and it actually worked out really well. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's certainly a possibility. I do, again, ultimately, I like about this business is the, is the interpersonal interaction. I do like that. I mean, it's nice that we're able to use Zoom and these things, but there's nothing about sitting down with people and having a cigar and talking, and there's, to me, that's what's, why we're in this business like yeah. if, if you take that away there's a lot of problems now. yeah last
3: year was so tough because this is totally a handshake business and it was like yeah. no one's touching uh you know not to get creepy barons but that's <laughs> that's a that's a part of your life that you miss yeah, yeah as a cigar smoker you see a friend and you go up and you hug them or you shake their hand uh you just it was something that you
4: had to just rely
3: on or, eye contact yeah or
6: yeah. you dance with them yeah dance with yeah, them. whatever whatever yeah. you yeah, need yeah, to what, do yeah, are you,
5: to that are you going to release anything new at tpe or pca
4: yeah, so uh, TPE will have an, a new size of the uh, of the lunatic Cabano uh, a Toro size. And then uh, you first want to hear this, right on? Yeah, right. And, and that's a good call
2: right there. Yeah, that's what's needed on on that
4: line. Yeah, we're missing that. You know, it yeah. kind of jumps over that size, which is the most important size. Yes. So it's six by fifty-four, good size, and then you know, keep it in the same price point range of the brand, which is really uh, great uh, value. And then uh, and then PCA will have a new a new size of the Supreme Leaf, which has done really well for us. And uh, our Anniversario made in Miami. We're going to have a release of that as well. So, so what's the what's the best selling line that you have? So the JFR Lunatic, those two are okay. the big are the big uh, bread and butter. Yeah, you know, the pr- the price points are great. The quality of the blends is excellent. And then uh, if you do like those big rim- when I joined the company, I was eight by eighty, and I was right. like. What, what the hell are you selling this stuff for? You know? and, uh, and then I looked at the sales and I went, oh, well, that's why we're that's selling why. it. And <laughs> the <laughs>
3: smartest, that is the smartest 8x80 on the market because it has a little Tape subtle it. torpedo. Yeah. So you can fit a 60 ring gauge cutter on it and you don't have that oppressive 80 size ring gauge. So I'm seeing guys that smoke 60 ring gauges, they get a little extra time on their hands, they'll buy it.
4: Yeah, no, it's, it's a top five SKU for us. So it's really incredible. Oh, wow. Our top five SKUs, four, four of them are 60 plus. So what's yeah. number one? Number one is the JFR Titan Maduro 660. Uh, yeah. the, the, the other ones, that I, I can't name them in order, but the, it's the El Chiquito Lunatic, uh, the A80 Lunatic, um, the the Corojo JFR Titan 660, and then there's a, the Super Tour, which is 65 by 52 which is the only one that's under.
2: All right. Well, this one is a good one, but it's rare and yeah. not and yeah. 10% of the people going to have it, so it's not going to be there, but I urge you to try it. I think it's a little different than the rest of the lines. I mean, it... Typically, we blind test ourselves every day. Sure. And no band or something. And I can pick out oh, it, it's something from your company. Sure. Uh, as it goes, I don't think I would have. This picked one's this a little out. different. Yeah. yeah.
4: And that's intentional to some degree as yeah. well. Again, if everything tastes, to, we kind of have a signature flavor profile that we try to create different expressions of. But they almost always, you know, are very identifiable right away as Agonarsa. And this is a little bit harder to do that with because it's so Criollo
2: dominant.
3: Yeah, it's very salted caramel.
2: Yeah. You, you Sweet get that and su-
3: salty, back and forth, mm. back
2: and forth. Not bad. I'll give you a little bell. On there the we way. go. It's there. Um, what um, else? Uh, well,
6: I think at some point <clears throat> during the show, Terrence should walk you through the pronunciation.
2: of Agonosa.
6: That's <laughs> pretty damn good.
2: Agonosa. I practiced all week. Wow, he's got it. I practiced all week. Oh, my God. Agonosa. Yeah, he's got it. It. Might, it won't stick, but. All right.
4: Uh, all you need is for another, you
2: know, an so, hour so, or so. So what, <laughs> what is an agonosa leaf? So agonorsalive
4: is what we call the tobacco that we ultimately sell and use in our cigars. And that's uh, the seeds we use, Corojo and Criollo primarily. We have a a Corojo 2012, which we're excited about coming out. But traditionally, uh, Corojo 99 and Criollo 98. Um, The land we grow it on in Jalapa, Esteli, and Condega. And then the processes we use. uh, You you can have the best piece of meat on earth and you overcook it and now you have shoe leather. Um, So not only the growing aspect, but curing, fermentation, aging, blending. we From seed to ash, we control that process, and that creates a, a, a distinctive flavor, which we do, and you've done on the show, the Aganorsa experience, where we yes. use those two tobaccos to show how they impart particular notes and then how they... They beautifully combine to create a, a flavor profile that nobody else has. Is it a made-up word? So it's uh, agri- Agricola gran- Granadero Norteña SAI is, I believe, what it stands It's basically like farming and agriculture companies. Yeah, SA in Spanish, SAI is like incorporated. Correct. So you see that on a lot of like Tapsa, Matasa, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, and then the rest is just it's, – it's it, it sounds exotic when you say it in Spanish, but in, in, when it's translation, it's just you know farming and agriculture company. Okay. Because we also do uh, cattle, pigs, uh, other types of agricultural crops as well.
2: Okay, and also a lot of people don't know you make cigars in the United States.
4: Yes, yeah, so we have a small production in Miami. Uh, we have a couple of rollers down there, and they do it the classic Cuban way. It's one roller, both bunches and rolls. Uh, there's no Lieberman involved um, either. So, and that's just really because it's a small operation, and just kind of highlights. Uh, our Cuban heritage, and, and it's cool to be able to still make a cigar the way they did. And for years people ago. listening,
3: a Lieberman press is a piece of leather with a handle on it, so that you can almost machine assist get yeah. the bunch going.
4: Yeah, and in most Dominican Nicaragua Honduras, I think almost everybody uses that team of two to, to roll for the most part, and yeah. that's just more efficient, and it, you know it would cut production in half if you did it the old-fashioned way. But in Miami, because it's really just to highlight our abilities, we do it there
2: is the, the old-school way. So what are they making there? Is it is it a chance that this cigar was made there? Or? No, no, uh,
4: so we we do our uh, Anniversario line uh, is made there, um, and then a couple of the Agonores, so the Corojo, and the Maduro are both made there, and that's pretty much all that's made there at this point. Um, okay. It's it's just hard to to yeah, as we, you got to get the
2: tobacco in, and pay yeah, for it. Right? yeah,
4: and then uh, you know just th- three you know two three rollers is not you know going to produce that many cigars. So uh, and as we thank God, thanks to support uh, from our retail partners and consumers, we're growing a lot, and so it's becoming
2: harder and harder to fulfill from there. Is that something that our listener, if they happen to be in Miami, could go visit and see?
4: So I always say if I reach out to me, if I'm in town, I'm one of about three people in the office that speaks English. So um, I, you know, if I'm there though, uh, if, if you're in town, that's how I met uh, the, uh, the gentleman who does our videos, who's here today, Gil.
6: Yeah.
4: Um, you know, he just reached out and said, Hey, I'm going to be in town. Would you mind if I come by? I said, sure, I'll be there that day, you know, and then You know, we give them the tour, and and so we like showing people that because it's you know it's it's one thing to talk about it; it's another thing to actually you know see it. And even though it's a small capacity to see somebody rolling to see the tobacco on its farm, it's really cool. I've been
2: to the warehouse, but there was no rollers when I was there many years ago, whatever. So
4: was that was Uh, the Pedro Martin days, or was it during the Aganosa days?
2: Aganosa had taken over, but I think it was early on over there, and uh, so you guys brought rollers in. So. Uh, when, when I get to travel again, uh, it's been too long. I mean, my God, I feel, ter- I feel like <laughs> I got to get out there. I can't stand it anymore. And I, and I think that's the way a lot of people are. And I, and I want to uh, relive this whole thing uh, of what I missed. I haven't been to Dominican, Honduras, or Nicaragua. It's two years now.
4: And- yeah, going to Nicaragua, was, uh, I was there last month, and it's, it's a trek. Because you, you got to get tested going in and coming back. And so, going in, you got to get tested seventy two hours before you land, but turn it to the airline thirty six hours before you take off. And I had to fly Avianca; I didn't even know that was an airline anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was just a mess. I mean, I had to call customer service. I'm on hold for three hours, and uh, and then when you come back, you got to get tested the day before you leave, which I don't even think they test you, to be honest with you. I think they just collect 150 bucks, and come. you don't have COVID. Great, and if you do, I'll well, get out of here. So I don't think anyone tests positive down there. But you have to still go through the process of getting tested, and,
2: and, and so that's a little bit tricky. And that's the difference of a third-world country of how it is, It's just collecting of, of it. Uh, okay, early thoughts here on Arganosa leaf,
5: rare leaf. It's definitely a front-end sweetness, but that spice develops on the, on the finish. And especially on the hill. Yeah, if you
3: put a little black pepper on that, uh,
2: that caramel with salt.
5: I'm so mad that yesterday
2: was the first time I smoked a cigar, and we've had it in for weeks because everybody told me not to smoke. Dave, this isn't for you. This isn't. It is for me.
5: It <laughs> the is. problem with this cigar right now is when we get them in, they're gone. Mm. Like right now, we're out of them online. And we're it's waiting. for you
3: for the front half. The, the back half becomes more Barry and I can Ed.
5: Yeah. What is that? Oh, really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it kicks up.
5: And I was talking with Terence about this yesterday. This first batch was very, very strong, uh, but for some reason, this now that I'm used to it, the sweetness is starting to show. Yeah, it's the
2: same batch. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's brand new.
4: <laughs> well, you know, it's got to settle down. You know, it's yeah. got. You know, we're shipping it to, from uh, Miami to New Hampshire. You know,
2: it's it's a little
4: discombobulated. Yeah. And Barry, you
2: you do what most. People don't do that. Are reviewing cigars because you, because you're a geek and you can't wait. The cigars arrive and you're the you, you jump into the box. Yeah, as soon yeah. as they're off yeah, the yeah. UPS truck, <laughs> I don't even let them go in the humidor. Right, right. You jump in and you, you need these yeah. things to rest. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you when you do do a review, do you that's not a review. You're just smoking the cigar and then you get into the review after. A,
5: it, it depends on the cigar. Some, yeah. Sometimes we'll get a sample before and I'll, I'll make my notes out of that and then I'll right. smoke it again. And if it's similar, I'll go with the review. If yeah. it's if it's something that, you know, when it's 10 degrees outside, I'll, I'll wait a week before yeah. I review it. Yeah.
2: So not, now we got the good weather, but. Um, Still, it needs to rest, but it doesn't need to rest now. The cigars are ready to go, but we don't have any to sell. (laughs) No, we'll wait for for our next delivery. Got to go, guys. (laughs) Okay, see how well that worked. I want to give a special hello to our friends at Oceanside Smoke Shop. They're in York Beach, Maine. Today they're setting up. They only open during the season, so they're setting up the place right now, and they open next Saturday. That's Freddie. Freddie, I know... uh, they're young, listening in, and they are Young Fart listening. Freddy, not
3: old Fart Freddy. They can't be confused.
2: <laughs> yeah, and they um, they play the show live when uh, the show is on huh. when they open up. Nice. So it's nice. Uh, so thank you for that. Okay, um, let's go to break. And um, Terrence, you smoke cigars in the car?
4: I, I if I'm not driving. I'm, yeah. If I'm driving, I tend not to.
2: All right. Well, today we're going to teach you when we come back how to smoke a cigar in the car. We are the Cigar Authority. We know how to do it. I was with Jonathan just this week, and he showed me some of his uh, techniques. techniques. and
3: I got it down actually, to a science. He
2: bought a car just so he can smoke cigars <laughs> in the car the proper way. We're going to give you some tips and tricks when we return. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
1: Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale.
2: A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned.
7: The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated, family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hola, soy Manuel Inoa from La Aurora, Dominican Republic. You are listening to The Cigar Authority
2: on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with smoking arganosa leaf, the real leaf. And it's time for a road trip. And a road trip means smoking in a car the right way. Welcome back, everybody. Um, first off, um, how I'm seeing in the, in the chat someone's asking, how does a retailer become a preferred retailer to be able to have the leaf? So we have a
4: program where basically in, uh, every year in, in January you have the opportunity to join and there's a certain commitment to our brands. And if you're willing to make that, we don't pressure anybody. You know, We appreciate everyone's support, but for those who want to, put in that commitment. Um, we try to provide value to them and, and have products
2: like this that will drive customers to you. Okay. I didn't know uh, of it. You didn't know. I didn't know that, that we, we You're we're doing, in it. We, we're in it and we were doing the right thing. So I'm glad. I'm glad this is a winner. This is how, how much was this cigar, Barry?
5: It was um eleven sixty nine mm-hmm. or if you buy the box it's ten thirty nine each. Great right cigar. On the Toro. And this is a meaty tour. A
3: little uh, root beer barrel going on.
2: I got spice from um, the Red Hot Fireball, like you're licking the Red Hot Fireball. Mm. So if the Red cinnamon. Hot
3: Fireball and the root beer barrel had a baby? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know about the root beer. I'm getting a lot of spice. Not, not root beer yet, but you're further along because I'm, I'm doing the talking. Um, so the first thing I want to get to is cutting and lighting a cigar in a car. And what should you use? Well,
3: you you shouldn't be cutting and lighting while you're driving. That is not recommended. <laughs> you're wrong.
2: You're that is wrong. not
3: recommended. If, My
2: car drives itself. Yeah, that's a, and, that's a different animal. That's a different animal. But I've done it both ways. And
5: the and jaws funny, cutter that both, we... Both ways, I would expect Jonathan to say. I wouldn't expect that to come <laughs> right. out of your
2: mouth. But the jaws cutter... He's
5: is, a man of
3: culture.
2: ...is um, serrated edge to mm-hmm. it. So you can actually... Turn your head down for a second. Make sure you got the spot. Now you're watching the road again, and
3: this is not recommended. You cannot say this to people because they'll do it.
2: I'm telling you what I do.
3: Don't do it the you way know. Dave does it. Cut your. You know you're going to smoke a cigar in the car. Cut it and light it before you start driving. Don't be
2: like Dave. Right at Sullivan, you must do it. I do. <laughs> I, I just uh, Let's like not make believe that we're all as, as. You know.
6: Yeah, but we bought the expensive accessory. But even before. Did you cut and light a cigar before? Usually not. I'd really? cut it before. Because really? you know
2: you're going to smoke. Nah, yeah. I just always do it. I get cigars in the glove See, compartment. It, it I- was
5: easier for me before I lost weight because my stomach would touch the wheel. So <laughs> I could just hold the wheel <laughs> while
2: I'm cutting it. Yeah, you move your leg up and you That's grab real it confidence for a cutting and you cut it. I, I end up making a mess and stuff, but if, if I end up using the Jaws cutter, it ends up holding it together and then I'm able to do it. But then it comes to the flame. And that I have done wrong until I ended up learning. So inside my car is soft flame lighters. Unfortunately, not the jet flame like we have here because I end up burning myself. I end up burning, scorching the cigar all the
5: way through. The headliner of the car gets a little. All uh, kinds of stuff.
2: It becomes a mess. So you got to go to soft flame. Have a soft flame lighter in your car.
5: You're a heck of a driver. I mean, you got a
4: soft flame, which takes longer to light your cutting. That's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, but
2: or, I, can hold, I can hold a wheel and I can toast the cigar while I'm, while I'm holding the cigar at that point. Or, and then and, it's in my mouth. And then I'm not going to end up burning myself with a jet flame coming at me or anything because
5: I've done it. Would you guys pull them over for like not paying attention to the road doing this?
2: <laughs> and the key is you have extra cigars in case that happens. <laughs> <laughs> or
3: since you know you're going to smoke in the car, you just cut it and light it, and then You're taking start a long driving. trip
2: or something. You're already driving. You yeah. finish the cigar. You're going on to cigar number two. What do you pull over? Come on. Be honest.
3: I cut two cigars if it's a long trip.
2: Well, I don't. I and now I bullshit. just put it on automatic drive anyway, and I do it. But before, I did the wrong thing. Hmm. But there's a, there's a proper way to do it. It's the jaws cutter and the soft flame lighter. And I don't care what you say, because I've had the problems with a jet lighter in the car, and yeah. it becomes a mess. They're- Barry, you do it, too. All the time. You cut and light, too. There's going to the be time. some
4: guy that's going to say, you know, I got in an
2: accident because of Dave. Dave told me this is how you that's do what it. what I'm yeah. trying
3: to do is protect yeah.
2: him. I'm just trying to be honest with, with the people. <laughs> and I know you've done it, too. You've had to have. You've never cut and lit a cigar while driving in the car? I'm, I'm Tell just, the truth.
3: I'm just more of a planner. I, I'm sure it has happened. Of course it happened. plan in advance.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you do it and that's it. Um <laughs> So we got some products to show you. Um, the soft flame lighter and the uh, jaws cutter. That's the way to go. I've done the teeth thing. That's no good. So and I, I show you. You the
5: pinch. I saw the show notes, and I saw the soft flame lighter, and I was like, I couldn't figure out where you were going. But oh, sure, so you, and, you, but okay. sure enough, I've burnt my mustache. I've burnt yes. the headliner of the car. Absolutely. Makes, How high up though. are
3: you holding the cigar while you're lighting <laughs> it? I'm taller,
5: so my head hits. The you ceiling. and I are the same. I'm pretty height. tall. I've never done that. Well, I got more cushion on the bottom, so it's like a booster uh. seat.
2: <laughs> we go. But now it's starting to go. You yeah. can start see the, the road a lot better than you used to. Yes, uh, it's the way to go. It's the way to go. Please listen to what I'm saying. A soft and, and,
3: flame is great in the car. I'm not, the, I, I, you have no complaint for me on that.
2: All right. But the cutter thing, you know. The cutter
3: is fine, too. I, I, I have a Jaws cutter in my car. It's a great cutter. I just cut and light before I start driving.
2: That's the way to go. Um, so now, ashtray. Now, unfortunately, I did not get an ashtray when it came to uh, my car. Did you no, get it? No. Barry, no yeah. ashtrays in the car anymore. No,
6: they don't do that anymore.
2: Yeah, so the key is...
6: Which car ashtrays suck
2: anyways. You, you, yeah. can't, you
3: can't really empty them out. you got to vacuum them out. It's terrible.
2: Yeah, this is the way to this go. This is the way to go. This yeah. is the stinky ashtray. And there was a regular stinky ashtray, and then there's this one. This one that has a hinge on it where the cigar has a rest to it also, which is perfect. That That
6: rest is very nice. Even with a delicate wrapper, it does a good job of not damaging it.
2: Very good. And you can squeeze it tighter. You can make make it looser. If you had a bigger ring gauge on it, it, it's ready to go. It's the perfect thing. And at the end of it, you drop your cigar in and you close the lid. Mm -hmm. And then the The, smell. The odor,
3: every part of that odor is ash. It's only ash. The smoke dissipates quickly. The ash, you have to either get it out of the car or find a way to seal it.
5: A pro tip, if you take the band off your cigar, don't put it in the ashtray. I've had had it light up and mm. burn me while driving. But not if you cut, put the cover on Well, it. you have it open because you're <laughs> ashing. Yes. You've this had a lot of traumatic experiences. Has, yeah, has, has anyone ever told you fire? <laughs>
3: you're a little accident prone? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Lighting the headliner on fire <laughs> and catching a cigar band on fire.
2: <laughs> so some people that choose not to have an ashtray in the car like this, mm-hmm are going to now make the mistake of rolling their window down and trying to flick it outside. Mm -hmm. Bad things happen. Yes. You could actually lose it that the the cigar leaves, and, oh, my God, I want to drive off the road at that (laughs) point when, when that has happened. Or I put it out there just for one second, and I'm driving fast, and all of a sudden the wind hits it, and breaks blows the, the wrapper yeah mm-hmm. all of a
5: sudden the cigar is destroyed i've also had the ash come back in and hit me <laughs>
2: of course you yeah. have of
3: course i can, right? I can yeah. fix i can fix that problem parents so
5: i've taken also <laughs>
2: where the where the mirror is outside mirror and then i slide it out to, to the mirror and actually tap the mirror and then the it comes mm. out, but sometimes the wind's still going to catch it, and it's going to ruin ruin the cigar. So you're shaking it's your head. Dangerous, yeah. You don't want to be doing. But, that. So it's done. You've done it. I've done it. Yeah. I don't think I ever mean, want to drive again after this conversation.
3: <laughs> I'm going to teach you how you to. You guys deal are on change. the road, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're.
3: You, what people believe is that there's there's wind when you're driving, and the reality is the air outside your car is completely still. And that's an important distinction to make because the air coming out of your vents, that air is moving. So when you're driving, you have to consider your car like an airfoil or a wing. The front of the car is very low pressure where the drivers and passenger side windows are. And in the back windows is where there's high pressure. And that's where the the air is coming back as it's being moved by the car. It swings back in and hits you in the back doors. So if you really want ventilation and you want the ash not to come back in the car, if you don't have an ashtray, you should have an ashtray, you crack the back passenger window one inch, you crack the driver's side window one inch. Now you're going to have that high air pressure coming in the back of the car, it's going to make an angle across the car and go out. And you can have a passenger that doesn't smoke, and you can smoke in the car with them, and
2: there's no problem. Well, what I saw you did, and this was unbelievable you have two roofs, two moon roofs, what two I mean? sun roofs, yeah, two sun roofs, and you open. One a little bit, the other one more.
3: If I hit the switch one time, it opens both roofs just the three inches. So it's the same idea. I have high pressure in the back of the car, low pressure in the front of the car, and it literally sucks the smoke right out through the
2: sunroof. We were both smoking cigars, going and coming back. A lot of smoke you would think would be in in the car. It was wintertime. It was cold and rainy, and there was no smoke. No smoke. It was awesome.
3: It's still able to run the heat. And that's the other thing is you've got to be aware of what, what your vents are doing. So you don't want to be blowing air at yourself as the driver. You want the air to leave the car. So you turn the driver's side vents off, let the passenger do whatever they want, and now the smoke is going to go uninhibited straight out the driver's window.
5: And, and what the, if you have a two-door two, uh, two door car?
3: Two-door car is a little more tricky, but you crack the driver's side window and you have to be careful where you blow the smoke. You blow the smoke toward the front of the window because that's the low lower pressure. And you'll get fresh air coming in the back part of the window. How
4: would you figure all this out? Just experimenting?
3: Literally had my ex-wife sitting in the car next to me and said, okay, tell me when it doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried every configuration for a half an hour, and that's the one that worked the best.
6: And that's not
2: specifically why she's your ex-wife, right? I
3: I think that may have been (laughs) one of of the contributing factors, but it wasn't the only one.
2: I don't even want it when I'm by myself in the car, smoking it and the the thing is all filled up. So I do the... Drive the side window a crack, and the, and the passenger back window down a crack, and that's it because I don't have a sunroof. You
3: know, the, the worst smoking experience ever was also one of the best. Ed Sullivan and I driving to go <laughs> see Bill Burr. He Hot. doesn't roll the goddamn windows down Hot at box. all. Hot box. We, I, I, I don't know how he was able to see, and I like smoke, but this was excessive.
5: You got to like, take that to the next level. Ed Sullivan, can we, uh, can we crack
3: some windows here, buddy? <laughs> what, what oh, you- Sure.
5: If you want to. What do you do though if
4: if you're like in stop and go traffic with like lights and things like that?
3: Even with stop and go traffic, you're still the slightest bit of movement is going to cut through that air and it's going to move the smoke. I mean, I have a sunroof so I can crack the sunroof all the way open, but.
5: Yeah, hey, just invest in a sunroof. That's the best solution to
2: make cross ventilation is the answer even even in a cigar store. Always. If we open the front door over here and we open the back door over here, even just a little bit
3: yep, the smoke goes. All
2: of a sudden it ends up going. And the same goes for ventilation systems that go in a cigar shop. You need makeup air. You have to bring you can't just have a fan blowing out if there's no air coming Correct. in. It just sits there and it doesn't go. The
3: number of times when we've been able to clear that lounge out, you know, actually your first tasting, we had 40 guys sitting in that room and it got smoky. So I had the smoke eaters on and there wasn't enough air coming in. So for two seconds,
2: I stood at the door, opened it, and you could feel the air rushing in. It cleared that room right out. It's important. This ventilation thing is important. And it gets to the point you go inside my car and people say to me, you don't smoke in the car? And I do. I Au smoke contrary, all frere. the time. Wow! And I use that ashtray, and I do the two window thing, and I smoke cigars in it. This morning, coming to work, I'll smoke one going home. It's every single day to do it. You got to make sure that ashtray is closed when you leave that th- thing, or it starts smelling after that. It's not like I have the car detailed and cleaned. Ever. I, I'm not that guy that goes through the car wash and has the stuff cleaned all the time. But if you, if you close that, if you don't have the ashtray yet, your empty coffee cup with the lid, and you save mm-hmm. the lid and you put it in there, throw it out after, you got to get it out of there. You got to get it out, and you have to have the two windows open, just a teeny bit, and I don't want to hear... You know, driving around with both windows down and, you know, you got a wind tunnel in there and it's horrible. Just a little crack. That's it. That ends up happening. Because
3: then you can use your heat. You can use your air conditioning. You're not losing everything.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's t- totally changed my opinion on smoking in the car. Absolutely. So, yeah.
3: You know what? We're even because you changed my opinion on uh, the ability to pair cigars. So we're, we're good. I was saying it's perfect.
2: the greatest day of your life. Mm. Oh, it is the greatest day It ever. is yes. definitely.
3: This is the greatest day of my life yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. It
2: yeah. is. We got to share it together. It's a beautiful thing. I'm
3: hoping that tomorrow I can improve on today, but today is an improvement on yesterday.
2: Yeah. There we go. There we go. Look what's happening yeah. here. What do you think of Barry? Is he a good guy? How are you feeling? Why, why are you going to put me on spot <laughs> like that? <laughs> Let's not take a turn to negative sound. Yeah, just. No, I want him to turn, turn positive. But <laughs> I got to tell you, my opinion
5: of Jonathan changed when we went out to eat because you guys showed up about five minutes before us and Jonathan, or I think it was Jonathan that ordered. He had a scotch sitting on the table waiting for me. It was me. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I figured so, but I was trying to prop him up a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Dave bought it. Yeah. Dave definitely bought it. And I ordered it.
2: it. I said, get Barry one and get Ed a diet, whatever you drink. Yeah. I, we said Diet Coke, but I... I yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, but we yeah. don't know if we had Pepsi or not. Oh, I don't know.
6: it seemed like Diet Coke. Yeah, I mean.
2: did. Okay. You can tell the difference? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so after you finish, you finish the cigar, hopefully you put the lid on, on it, but you did smoke in that room and you got cloth interior, let's say. What's going to end well, up plus happening?
3: Plus, you lose some ash particulates, they fall. I mean, you're yeah. going to have some ash in the car. Which yeah.
6: is a mistake in the car purchase. It's worth it to get the leather if you're going to smoke in the car.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
6: And if you have a choice, a dark headliner is better over time.
2: Yeah. Believe me, when I'm looking at a car, I'm oh, saying to gotta, myself, how is this going to be with a smoking thing? Because it's a major asset. That's what I do, right? So... Um, One of the things is you can use a spray, um, or there's a thing called odor eliminator. And this odor eliminator is like a tub of margarine. You peel the top. Don't don't eat it. Don't eat it. (laughs) Take the top off it, and there's a foil on it. You can just peel back that foil just a little bit, and you throw it underneath your seat. Almost all the time, except for in the hot, hot summer. In the hot summer, it's going to liquefy a bit, so put the top on and maybe put a little holes right. in the top of it because it, it, you know when a hundred, you know ninety degree days and stuff, mm-hmm. it starts to liquefy and it's in, and can spill. But short of that, especially in New England, that we only have that happen very rarely. So in Miami, you'd have to actually uh, put holes in the top of that thing, peel it back, put it underneath your seat. You go back to that car an hour or so later, it is like you just Wash your clothes. I mean, everything's so beautiful because it's not like a spray would do and cover up the odor. It actually eliminates the odor, it sucks into it. So you'll look at this little puck that's inside of it, and as time goes on, let's say about a month later, the puck is very small and a darker color. So it absorbed actually the smoke odor that's there, any odor that ends up happening here. This was made for the, um, for dogs and cats was a company that made this my god in the early 90s that somebody came to me with this idea of this product and said you know i tried it in the car it worked unbelievable try this i tried it and i said okay i want to private label this thing for the cigar industry and we made smokers odor eliminator and we we've had it now over 20 maybe 25 years that we've carried this and it works unbelievable. It yep. even works in small rooms. Yes, You put it does. one or two in a room, and the same thing ends up happening. It just absorbs. Uh, when I
5: started working here, I was like, what is this horse shit? It can't work. And I finally like, caved in. You were negative in. about something? Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I caved in. I bought one. It actually works.
2: Works real good. Yep. So that's another thing that happens in my car. It's underneath the seat. I f- honestly forget about it sometimes, and three, four months go by, and I look, and it's time to replace it. You probably get a good good two months out of it that it's working as you start seeing that you go in the car and you say, Oh, I smell, I look at it and I go, I wonder how long this was. I I should stop putting the date on it when I put it in there. But you get a good two months out of it. Yeah, uh,
5: more in the winter. In the summer, it evaporates a little quicker. Yeah. But in the in the winter, you'll get maybe three, three and a half.
2: Yeah. And then there's smoke odor eliminator spray, and they have all kinds of uh, aromas to it. It does both. It's eliminating and puts an odor to it. I go to something very neutral. They, they have like a laundry type one. And, yeah, clothesline. Yeah. And things like that. But I like the vanilla one. Some of the stuff of these things, they should tone them down. I mean, the orange one or something, it's like crazy orange smell. And I'm like, ugh. Uh, they got chocolate. They got all kinds of stuff. Makes me hungry. And there's, I can't been, do that. there's been
3: times when I didn't have a chance to change outfits and I had to go teach a class. And I've walked through a mist of the spray.
2: Absolutely. And
3: the girls in the class are like, oh, you didn't smoke cigars today. I smoked cigars today. Yeah.
2: We, <laughs> you, yeah. You spray the spray up in the air. And as it comes down, you just walk through That's it. That's it. it. And it happens. So
3: it We is. call that the Italian shower yeah. where I'm from. Why yeah.
2: Italian? Do we have? Because you're sitting right things? here. Yeah? Okay. So uh, those are some major tricks uh, that really, really work. And you smoke in the car. Uh, my wife gets in the car. She doesn't say, oh, my God, it stinks in here. Let's take my car. There's yeah. never a problem. People... Honestly, cigar people come into my car that smoke cigars, and we're going to smoke cigars when we get in the car, and they say, oh, you don't smoke in the car? And I smoke in the car every day. You got down to a science. Down to a science. Now, the
6: one thing I have is a cordless vacuum, a small one behind the passenger seat, because oh. depending on the cigar, some ashes flake more. And so if there's any ash problem, I just grab that, turn it on, and it's gone. Imagine if
3: they made a stainless steel vacuum that you could just suck the ash off your cigar without huh. causing a fire.
2: Remember the back in the day, maybe Ed's old enough to remember this, I'm old. the smoker's <laughs> ashtray that was actually a fan in it that I sucked it. in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a cigarette ashtray, but it worked for cigars, yeah. too. And you put your cigar in mm-hmm. and no smoke is going mm-hmm. up. It's all going there. And there was a filter built inside of it and stuff. I wonder if that something like that could make a comeback. Although a lot of people aren't smoking in. Or could they make a uh, one for the car? Huh. Be awesome. How big was it? With just a regular square ashtray. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when the cigar boom had happened, there was little slots for cigarettes. After that, they ended up having a bigger slot for, for cigars. And Wow. And Bigger slot. It was that, forty-two ring gauge yeah. <laughs> <sized> back then. <laughs> but to really have it made made for that, or make make it for the car, was it was pretty good. So uh, if you're not smoking your cigars in the car, some of the best cigars I've ever had. I enjoy it so much having a, a you know, you talk about alone time. You're by yourself. You light a cigar. Very very nice. It like helps
5: ease road rage too. It's yeah. like having yes. a friend.
2: So, uh, one quick story I'll tell you is a buddy of mine that was in the cigar business, he owned a cigar company, he comes to Boston to do his tour around here, and his rep picks him up at Logan Airport in Boston, and says, uh, (laughs) so he gets in, he gets his luggage and stuff, puts it in the car. I know who this is. Yeah, and uh, he's got his cigars in his pocket, and he, he, they start driving away, and he's they're talking, and he slides the cigar out of the cellophane and cuts it, puts the cigar in his mouth, and the, the rep, who represented his company, looks at him and says, oh, I don't smoke c- uh, cigars in my car. And he says, that's okay. You don't have to.
1: And he lit the cigar up.
2: And he was like out of his mind. that He didn't know what to say, so he didn't say anything. And wouldn't you know, at the first stop, they come to see me. And he pulls me aside, and he tells me the horror story <laughs> that he went through, that he drove a BMW, and it was two years old now at this point, and he has never smoked a cigar in the car, and he says, he just smoked a cigar in my car, like, oh, my God, this thing, it's over. And um, I see him a few weeks later, and he says, oh, my God, I'm enjoying it so much. And for two years, he didn't smoke, but once somebody actually christened it, basically, mm-hmm. and did it, he said, oh, my God, Game over. I'm smoking cigars in the car. Right. And then I think
6: you and I light up before we leave the dealer's parking
2: lot. I did yep. that. And I did that, that once. The, the guy was showing me how to do it, and I'm the same <laughs> thing. He's sitting in the in the driver's side showing me all the things, and I'm sliding the cigar up, and he looks at me and goes, you're going to light like that? And I said, it's mine now, right? And he said, yeah. I said, yeah. You want one? <laughs> <laughs> no. He's like, oh, my God, because I was celebrating. Yeah, I just bought the car. And uh you know, I'm gonna drive away in a minute. Why not? So let me start this so I don't have to light and cut while I'm. Uh, See, you while learned I'm driving, but that was years ago, and then I started messing around. So uh, we're messing around with the aganosa rear leaf. It's aganosa leaf rear leaf. So you're saying leaf twice, right? Yeah, we like to you know, really yeah, like
4: hammer the double it home. leaf. Yeah, hammer it home. You know, people have a short attention span these days. You really gotta.
2: This is a winner. This is a good one for me. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah everybody told me not to sh- do it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I even said yesterday I didn't think you'd. Yeah. be your speed. I don't. I don't think it's strong. I think it's um, loaded with flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a flavor bomb. I'd give it a
3: but, six on the strength, but flavor wise, it's. Uh, I
5: agree. Eight, yeah, eight, I was nine. thinking of six in the strength. Yeah, which means Dave's thinking of a seven. No, and a half. I'm not.
2: No, no it's a medium bodied, <laughs> uh, but very full flavored. Very lot lot of flavor. I want a lot of flavor, but I don't want that raw tobacco strength thing. I hate it. Yeah. That's what I hate. We yeah. don't really
4: have that. We don't have
2: that flavor. Like
4: we don't. Yeah. We, if you want that, we, we're wrong, not the company. Wrong guy, <laughs> wrong guy right? <laughs> wrong company.
2: Yeah. And you make a lot of cigars for a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of brands. We'll get to that in, in more. Let's go to break right now. And uh, when we come back, uh, the Cigar Authority survey is still going on. Barry's getting pissed off, but I like it. Um, (laughs) What else is
5: new? Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? (laughs) It's slow to a trickle, so I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay,
2: it's slowing down. I'm going to see if I can speed that up. If you haven't done it yet, we'll tell you how to do that. And we're going to get today's emails and questions and comments. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority care package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure, it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99 and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the
3: CigarAuthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package.
7: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro, named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, And other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua
1: today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
8: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
3: This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: And we're back and ready for cigar number two. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about smoking cigars in a car. Uh, Pam in the audience says she uses a safe cutter. That's the Mm. cutters that have the back on it. You cut that as you're driving, and the little piece that you cut actually stays underneath those blades, yeah. so you can clean that out after, no mess, and then move on from there. Good idea. Not good for a tor- torpedo, maybe, but short of that, I think it's a great, great call. Maybe I'll throw one of those in the car. Yeah, perfect cut. Yeah, perfect cut, different yep. names, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Okay, ready to light up the second cigar. This is also from Nicaragua. Barry, what do
5: we have? Well, today's second cigar is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. The size is a 6x54 Epicure, and it features a Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper over Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back 9 dollars while a box of 25 is 191.99 which comes out to just 7.68 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $38 or 16% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's number 2 guyscigars.com. So this is the same size but soft box pressed of what we just had
2: the Aganosa leaf. Terence Riley's going to smoke along with us in good uh, sport. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see um, because that was a Nicaraguan Puro. This is a Nicaraguan Puro. Same same size, same color band, very, very similar in price, same, same, very similar.
4: Yes. Yeah, it's fun to do this, too. You know, I see different people's expressions of tobacco.
2: Yeah. All right, so let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lower them. <laughs> Isn't it great <laughs> for Nomo cigars? They stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence.
5: Spicy leather, sunflower seeds.
2: So you do a box press cigar too? Yes. Do you think there's any difference when you box press it? Does it do anything?
4: Yeah, I think I think because you have to put less fillers in the, in the in the in the cigar because otherwise it won't draw. So you're changing the the filler to wrapper ratio. So
3: when and we did this with an Agonorsa product. We had Victor Vitali on. He was having his cigars made by Agonorsa, or Casa Fernandez at the time. Uh, Tortuga. We smoked a Tortuga box press and in the round same blend, okay. and it was remarkably different.
2: All right. All right. <coughs> Let's light her up.
3: We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator, featuring a uh, neck that'll bend so it fits comfortably in Barry's pocket. Four jets with a color-changing flame fueled by the patented Vertigo. Big-ass tank, all for the low price of twenty-four ninety-nine. is the Vertigo Intimidator.
2: This can be a table lighter or a pocket lighter. It's a tweener. You like to call that.
3: You like to call it that. I do.
2: Okay. Tastes different. little spice. Yeah. Right
3: out of the gate.
5: This was a contender for Cigar of the Year. It was.
2: I thought it was going to win. Yeah. And of all things, the Maduro won. First time we ever had a Maduro win yeah. for Cigar wow. of the Year. Running away, too. Yeah.
5: Yeah, run away. Yeah. Great draw. was close second, but it ran away.
3: That's something about Perdomo that I, I always say. Is I can't promise that someone's going to like how it tastes, but you're going to always get a good draw, and the burn is always going to be true.
2: Yeah. They do a great job. the, The first time I ever went to your tobacco fields was with Nick Perdomo, and we took that crazy ride yeah um which at the time before the pavers were even there it was a dirt road yeah and we went there and he says wait you see their tobacco that's up there and it was unbelievable up in jalapa yeah yeah uh i met papin garcia who worked mm. for you guys at, at the, the time. time yeah and first time meeting him and um it was uh really something all these years go by and then you see all the uh, connections that happen along the way of who's
5: who uh in there
2: barry the Cigar Authority Survey, how's it going?
5: Uh, well over 500 entries. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last question, probably 450 different entries, which is driving me nuts. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's a few things that will surprise you. That's what uh, we want to
2: say. So they're all, people are always asking us questions once a year now. <laughs> We're trying to ask the listeners questions and see what we can learn from it. And uh, if you are a listener, you haven't done it, just simply go to the com.
5: Yep. On the right-hand side, you'll see uh, TCA 2021 survey. Click it. It'll take you to a 20-question survey. Multiple questions. Multiple, multiple questions. questions. The last question's a write-in thing. You can get done with it in under two minutes. Yeah. Um, it'll definitely help us create better content moving forward. There we go. How much more
6: time do I have? I haven't got to it yet.
5: Uh, what is it? The third week of May, I think. Third no. Saturday right. in May.
2: So no hurry. How are you? do uh, yeah. it! Yeah, Just really? do it. Don't put it off. So it's
5: that Saturday, so we'll 10, end it on a Thursday. And we'll announce it the week before that there's only four days left. Okay. All right. So uh, let's let's get to it, Mr. J.
3: It is time for the Romeo and Julieta Best Email of the Week, brought to you by Romeo and Julieta Cigars. And this week's prize is a hat, an ashtray, a lighter, and a band bank.
5: By the way, the band bank, our winner last week, I uh, forgot my phone at home, so I can't look up his name. He was adamant about you getting the bank. So the next time I see <laughs> you, you, kidding me? He, the band bank is currently in Nashua for you.
2: Wow.
3: Wow, your dry bag
2: worked.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have begged the
2: company. He yeah, didn't no, have to do that. He was that.
5: like, uh, Dave wanted it. Um, I have no use for it. Please make sure he gets it. I said uh-huh. that. Nice? And I said, no, nah, you want fair. And he goes, nope, I want Dave to have it. Oh, my God. The best listeners in the world. You're, you're loved.
6: Yeah, there's something it going make, on. That's
2: does why. it make today feel like the greatest day it of your life? It is the greatest day. <laughs> now it, it is. Yeah. It's just getting better and better. It if is. possible. The
3: following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Nurse Rick writes, Oh, I know who this is. to The Four Cigar Men, the movie. Heard there was a new movie coming out, The Four Cigar Men, starring Dave the Slayer, stage of the sage of know-how, the kingpin of business, who dares to take on the giants of cigar industrialism. Jonathan the Witful, the Prince of Witticism, the self-appreciating Captain of Cigar Warriors. Ed, the Engineer, the Voice of Diligence, the Zen Master of Editing, the Quiet Gunman of Noise.
6: There's no editing.
3: (laughs) And Barry, the Arduous Mouth, who dares to speak what others think. Catch the movement as they ride their motionless studio, bringing cigar humor and intelligence in our times of discontent. The four cigarmen of the Cigar Authority, thank you for bringing great humor and knowledge to our daily lives. Wow. This is Nurse Rick.
2: You have a, little, a, little, a, little a little ride of horse in there. You what? have a ride a yes, horse? Yes, I have. You
5: have? Yes. Oh,
2: I pay to see that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was fourth or fifth grade, so I was probably oh, okay. 10, 11 years old. All right.
2: That was the last time? Yeah. Let's go horseback riding. Nah. That would be something. Oh, my God.
4: The use of the horse went out with Henry Ford. There's the no last, reason to be on a horse.
2: The last time I did it was with Christian Aroa. We were in Honduras. He's come on, let's go horseback riding. I said, no, horseback riding. And he drives me out there. Come on, jump on a horse. And we went a long way, too. We, drove, we, ran, we took the horses all the way back to where we stayed. I'm like, this is crazy. The only
3: time I've ever been on a horse was on my honeymoon, and I'm the biggest guy in the group, so they give me this retired stallion, friggin' used to pull a Budweiser cart horse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what the... I can't even get... I had to use a stepladder to put my foot on the stirrup. It was so big. So I get on the horse, and this horse wants... Nothing to do yeah. with the tour. He's peeing, he's pooping, he's eating, and they are easily a half a mile ahead of me. And the cowboy whistles or something and the horse picks his head up and is like, all right, fine, I'll go on the tour. <laughs> well, when he picks his head up, the bridle came off. The 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 chain is now dangling and I'm holding on to a useless wooden handle that is not attached to anything, and the chains are tapping the horse to go faster. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And he's going faster and faster and faster. Goes by my wife. Goes whoa, by the cowboy. Whoa. And I look over at the cowboy and I go, Senor, El Helpo. <laughs> el el that's Spanish, he, El Helpo. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So you almost pulled you almost pulled a Christopher Reeve.
3: He saved he saved me, jumped ahead and stopped the
4: horse. But yeah.
5: no, include me out.
6: Yeah, I'm out.
4: No, thank you. I'm never riding a horse again. No reason to.
5: It's Sullivan,
6: you do it. You ride a bicycle. I think I rode a horse once. Yeah, you know you did. It had an automatic transmission, though, so... (laughs) Yeah?
2: Yeah. All right. That's some of the things that happen when you go on these tours and stuff. You do some things that you you get pestered into doing, and you, I don't want to do it. And next thing you know, I'm sitting on the horse. I'm like, oh, God. But I I worked uh, at Rockingham Park for years, um, cleaning the shit out of the stalls. That was, like, my first job as a kid. And uh, a lot of horse riding there. and then. Uh, but not by you. Yeah. You rode the horses. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Horses. And then, you know, 30 years go by, and next, I'm a cigar guy, and I weigh a lot different than I did then. And the next thing, I'm on a horse, and it wasn't like riding a bike, like they say. No, <laughs> The
6: horse does all the work.
2: Yeah, the poor horse. I felt bad for the horse anyway. <laughs> but. And the poor thing. I mean, all sweaty, and because we went a long way. And he just kept going and going. I'm like, this horse is going to die, and people are going to talk about this forever and ever, if he killed the horse, and <laughs> who knows what ends up going on. Well, but,
3: depending uh, on where you were, you could have eaten the horse. It's not legal in the United States, but...
2: Made some glue. Yeah, that's what Dog they do. Dog food. That's yeah. what they do. If that isn't crazy enough, time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
9: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars.
5: (laughs) And the munchies aren't a known side effect of the COVID-19 vaccine, but thanks to marijuana justice, it became an unofficial side effect in both New York City and Washington, D.C. The group ran an event called Joints for Jabs, where if you proved you got the vaccine, you got a free fatty J. The event was legal thanks to legislation passed in both locales. However, in New York City, you could smoke the Mary Jane in public. However, if you lit up a cigar, you could get issued a summons. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Did you see the politicians
2: all mentioning uh, 420 the other day? Yeah, they were yeah. all in there. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> oh, it's a national holiday today. It yeah. said right on uh, on the, the, the Congress floor, you know.
5: 3 years ago, you walked into Nashua at like 9:05, opened the door and yelled, "It's 420, let's get baked." <laughs> so, he-,
2: he was talking about brownies or cookies. <laughs> I did say it that. It wasn't yeah. the man who wanted to say Because I heard something on the radio on the way while I was smoking a cigar in the car and went full circle. Upcoming shows next week, uh, we're talking about farming tobacco, and Justo Oroa is going to join us. You work for a company that's big about farming, but that's not your forte at all. You're selling and marketing. The yes, I'm not, right? I'm not
4: a farmer. Yeah. Uh, that's not my, my, my calling. But uh, I have a lot of respect for it. I've been to the fields of, you know many times yeah. and seen the
2: guys down there, and it's amazing
4: how... Uh, how that all works.
2: Yeah. There's a lot to it, and it, it gets better and better uh, as time goes on. The following week, coming to America, Kabathe Keturuh.
3: Keturuh. yeah, With a G.
2: No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. It's yeah. spelled that way, but it's not pronounced that way because he corrected me.
3: Absolutely is pronounced. I was there when he said it to you, and he says, Gaturu.
2: You're going you're to be wrong. Now, all everybody right. Mar- yeah, Mark the spot. Mark the tape. because the tape. Right witness. We're going to bring this up. But anyway... Uh, he is from Kenya, Africa. They are going to be opening a cigar lounge in Kenya, Africa. Wow. And uh, he does his own podcast about coming to America. Not coming to America, but Africans coming, coming here. And I happened to watch the new Coming to, to America. Did you see it? I haven't seen it. I, 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 what did you think? I loved it. You th- did you? Okay. And I heard everybody tell me they hated it. it. That's it, what everyone it, told it, me. It, it was yep. bad. I loved it.
3: It was not bad. You have to you have to go into that movie understanding the premise of the first movie and it is very much it just ties up loose ends from the first movie. Yeah. It's
5: the same it's very movie, good. same jokes. It
3: was very satisfying.
2: I
5: liked it. I'll see it again. Huh. I had an asylum today that I decided to put in the bank for next week Okay. When Cthulhu is here, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll call him Kabathi. Kabathi? Kabathi. Um and then it's uh TPE. We're going to get reports from the TPE the following uh, week. It'll be interesting to see how well that goes and what happens. It's very important to our industry that uh, everything keeps going and get, gets back to normal. And we'll see how that plays up. So that's upcoming. Um, NFT. Quick NFT count. Did you, you hear about the NFT? Yes, cigar? I
4: did. I was very, so. <laughs> out, yeah, I'm very interested to hear how it's going.
2: <laughs> how crazy is it? Yeah, hey, amazing. Great uh, idea, though. Uh, I know two sold last night, so I think wow. we're up to a, sixteen. Sixteen sold of the twenty box of twenty-five. Wow! So, what so is it?
4: Twelve hundred bucks?
2: Fourteen hundred? uh it's not money. It's those oh, yeah. Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah. So it changes all the time. It's The but Ethereum's. Ed the Sullivan. Ethereum's. Yeah. That's going to cost you at least a hundred for a single and a thousand for a box. And the price, and it gets, unfortunately the price keeps going up the longer you wait because the value of the Ethereum keeps going up. It changes, you know, it was
6: up 10% the other day yeah. and down 10% the following day. So, Well,
5: there was that correction because Biden announced a right. higher capital mm-hmm. gains tax, so a lot of people got out, and then the price dropped, so a lot of people got back in.
2: Very interesting play yeah. of how it is. But um, it's the Atabay Black, and um, there's some that remain, and we're giving all the money to the cigar association cigar, rights of, the cigar rights of the world the world so just a little fun project and we got some other things in mind a lot of people are contacting me and talking and different ideas and stuff like that do we, do we let it go or do we double up on this craziness or what we'll see at first you
5: got beat up pretty big but i'm noticing a lot of people showing interest in it Yeah, as you're starting to
2: see big celebrities getting into it, then it's okay. It was just crazy. Uh, Dave and all of them screwing around with this. But maybe they have something here. I don't know. You're ahead of the game. Yeah, that's that's how it usually goes. Anyway, let's get to the matchup of the week. And that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. And it's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who wins this hypothetical battle? The killer whale... The killer whale versus the great white shark. The killer whale is the the orca? Orca whale? Yeah. Uh, Versus the great white shark. There is an answer to this. Oh, killer whale, man.
3: I think it's the shark.
2: No way. It's not even close.
4: I think it's the shark. The shark is much more aggressive. Killer whale smokes him. It's not even close.
2: Barry's looking it up. Yeah. Don't look (laughs) it up. (laughs) It's cheating. This is why you have to cover your screen during the uh, would he, would Classic 3 We'll get Sullivan right? while, he, while he cheats, and he'll give us the answer. Uh,
6: I'm going to go for the, the killer whale. Yeah. I think the shark will, you know, bite behind and all that. Eventually, it'll get filled up and have nothing
5: left. The, What's the answer, Barry? Orca, the killer whale. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. They kill they sharks. They feed on sharks. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a genius. It's, hey. like, it's like a human, almost. You yeah, know, it's a shark name. is just a big killer
4: fish. whale.
6: Yeah. yeah. It, kills. it
3: kills. I guess I got that one wrong. You
6: got it wrong
4: so
5: that's wrong then. this week and you're going to be wrong again next week you are
4: let's well, not let's uh, not take a turn to negative tom barry there we go. <laughs> seriously it's the greatest day of your life yeah
5: next week will be the greatest day of my life when you get proven wrong well at least you're turning positive <laughs> all right we're smoking the
2: perdomo sun grown 10th anniversary um about the same size but soft box pressed all nicaraguan blend what do you think
4: well, so I think, when, especially being in the industry now, you're, I'm always looking at construction. It's just perfect burn, perfectly rolled. They did a really great
2: job with that. Yeah. But it's different, it tastes different than the other. Yeah. Yeah. They're very so, different. Tastes. So the only difference can possibly be, because they're both grown in Nicaragua, and they're both the same size, and everything's the same, and I, I don't give a lot of credit to the soft bark press for that. Of the flavor differences where the tobacco is grown.
4: Yeah, seed varietals as well. And then also processing how, yeah. how they, everyone does that a little differently. And uh, yeah, but a great cigar.
5: Yeah, Aganorsa I find has that classic Nicaraguan spice where Nick cigars tend to be, I don't want to say balanced because that kind of takes away from, from the Aganorsa leaf. Yeah,
3: don't shit on Aganorsa yeah, Terrence but is sitting right does, here. It,
5: <laughs> it doesn't have that, that punch in the face. That I expect out of Nicaraguan cigars. Yeah, less spicy, yes. more rounded. Yes. Mm. What do you think, Ed Sullivan?
6: Um, what, I got to pick one? Uh, you don't go- have to pick one. This no, is not a
2: contest, go- but what do you see? Di- what's the differences here? Because we went back to back with very similar cigars here. Yeah, I think you get
6: more uh, spice from the Aganorsa for sure. Um, probably more in my wheelhouse
2: mm-hmm. would be the Aganorsa. Yeah. I'm starting to get that cinnamony flavor I was getting mm. in in the agranosa but um. <clears throat>
6: it's not raisin toast, though, right?
3: This is the outside. No, this is the outside of a soft pretzel, dusted ever so slightly with cinnamon.
6: Mm.
9: That's what you got. That's what I got.
6: <clears throat> um, Dave Paul Kraft says that uh, you were really good on Tim Swanson's podcast. Yeah, last him. week. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he Straz does a, Daily. yeah, he does a great
2: job. Yeah, he had me on. We had a lot of fun. That yep. was good. Very interesting. Big listenership on YouTube. Yeah. There was like seventeen hundred people <laughs> while we were talking. Yeah. I'm like looking at the thing cranking and the the engagement that happens. Yeah. He's, he's got a big following going on there. You know their store, Arizona. Yeah, I was
4: out. There. I was I was in his uh, store uh, back in February, and we we did uh, a few uh, filming of things. And he does one called the Brand Attack, which is really cool. He, he kind of said takes potential criticisms of your brand and gives you a chance to answer them. And it was really, oh, really? cool. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. All right.
2: He's got a lot of energy, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. Yeah, he turns
4: it on, man. Because in a regular conversation, you know, it's, you have a conversation like anyone else. But once he gets on there, he jacks up the energy level. And it was
2: 9, 10 o'clock at night or something. Oh, and I'm, I'm gone by then, but I pulled it through. But I didn't have the energy he ended up having.
6: No, it was probably the greatest day of his life. I don't you know. know about
2: that. It <laughs> <laughs> was for me. At the time, until today. <laughs> <laughs> until today. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we have two more letters in the mailbag. We're going to pick one to give the prize away to, and I already have the bank, so uh, I'm all set. I don't, I don't need anything from whoever wins it gets it all. They get it all. Uh, and uh, more fun and games. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
10: Available at top retailers like TwoKeyCigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company.
1: Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 in Yeho is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez,
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing?
6: This is George Padron from Padrone Cigars.
8: You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: And we're back. We're smoking the P- Perdomo 10th Anniversary Sun Grown today. This is a Nicaraguan puro, and you have uh, now you're all about Nicaraguan cigars. Obviously, the farmers there and everything. But you sold Dominican cigars for lots of years. Yes. What's the difference? What are you thinking?
4: And just stylistically, they're different. Uh, Dominican, well, and also the Dominican manufacturers tend to use a lot of different types of tobacco. If You think of Davidoff, La Florida Americana, and Fuente—completely different cigars. They're, you know, they're using different things. And yeah. and in, in Nicaragua, I think there's more more of a, a consistent flavor in Nicaraguan cigars. Uh, one, they're using more Nicaraguan tobacco primarily, and then and uh, and that seems to be. Right now, it seems the trend is more Nicaragua. Right, that's yeah. what
2: I see. Dominican held, held the lead for years and years. I mean, they would be double everybody else, and now we're, we're seeing the changeover that Nicaraguans had it for the past few years, and now it looks like they're getting way ahead.
4: Yeah, the tobacco flavor is just what seems to be. I mean, you look at uh, EPC, You won a cigar of the year. It was all Nicaraguan, made in the Dominican Republic. Right. Um, so, that flavor wise, definitely, I think.
3: You
8: can't uh,
4: compete
3: with that volcanic soil. It's so, the topsoil is so deep. You just have to turn it over and you can plant your next crop right away if you needed to.
4: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a farming country. I mean, uh, every country, I mean, uh, Christian and Roya, they have amazing tobacco in Honduras and, and there's lots of great tobacco in the Dominican Republic. But the uh, the market generally is trending towards that Nicaragua style, certainly, at least currently.
5: Yeah. Dave yeah. mentioned earlier that uh, the, the company you work for, Agonorsleaf, used to be known as Casta Fernandez. And when you came on board, one of the first things he did was change the name. Yeah. How much do you think that helped revitalize the brand?
4: I think it helped a lot. I think it helped a lot. Um, again, it, Casa Fernandez was confusing. There's AJ Fernandez. People would be like, I love your oval or something. You know, yeah. or, or they'd be smoking you know, our cigar and say, AJ makes great cigars. And so that was a little confusing. And, and uh, I think that, that certainly helped. Is the I, I mean, I think the biggest thing really beyond all that is working with our retail partners and uh, doing our outreach to the consumers. We all... Uh, we make a living off the guys out there that make the purchase. Yeah. They, and so, di- they
2: didn't have somebody like you before that. There was no. Somebody, yeah. yeah, they
4: very much were were kind of uh, operating in terms of, like, the cigars are here, and if you want to buy them, buy them. And uh, they did okay, considering that, you know, that was their approach. But certainly we got representation in the territories, and we just really reached out and worked with uh, people like yourself. Yeah. And, and so changed. how about
2: some of the brands you make for other people?
4: I think one of the uh, – the biggest testaments to uh, the quality of our tobacco are the people we make cigars for. I mean, if you, uh, you take Dion Gialito from Allusion, if you take uh, Kyle Gillis from Warped, uh, Nick Melillo from Foundation, HVC Cigars. Um, and these guys are just have incredibly rare cigars. They're renowned. And they could work with anyone, and they choose to work with us. Right,
2: right. Well, there's a reason for it, for sure. Um, the after show today, I uh, took that will air on Wednesday. Our topic is going to be cigar events, the past, present, and future mm-hmm. of cigar events. Are they going to change forever? Um, I got some thoughts on this, and we'll get to that. But right now, it's time for the Don Rafael offer of the day. And that's brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? A million dollars. Do almost anything for a million dollars. But would you? Be stranded in a desert island for two years. You have to survive to collect the money. You're by yourself. It's gonna be kill what you eat, and you're on your own. And if you don't make it through and you tap out, maybe somebody rescues you. Maybe they don't. But uh, you don't collect the money if they do.
9: Huh? A million,
2: dollars, million dollars, you two say? Two years. No. Two years.
4: Forget it. No way. I'd be dead in 13 minutes. Mm. No. This is not going to. I think I could do it. You could do it, probably. I mean, I could build a
3: fire. That's the number one thing you got to be able to do. Um, I could fashion shelter, weapons. I think I could do it.
4: Is this a tropical island, or you're in like Alaska or something? No, it can be tropical. Okay, that helps.
3: Nah, see, then you got poisonous spiders. I don't do spiders or snakes.
5: Right, you're running on I the might island. have
3: to. I might have to tap out on that. Can I scout the island first? Nope. Hmm.
10: <laughs>
5: Not when you want to hear from somebody who does customer service for you, but I hate people, so I would <laughs> love to do this. <laughs> I hate people the See, last I'm afraid year. I'm afraid you die, you're year, die in it. six days. Yeah, uh-huh. you'd be bad breathin' of a hyena in like yeah. uh, a minute and a half. How
2: do you drink water? How do
5: you... Rainwater. You, you you boil the the, the and you can try to get away with that, but I, I would attempt it. I would do it.
3: I think you should try to boil seawater and drink it, and just yeah. see what happens. Yeah.
5: What happens? Can you die. Yeah. Well, you don't it's take the seawater itself. It. <laughs> you create from the steam. You create water. Yeah, he's dead. What are you? I'm either. actually. I would, I would do, do it. it. I'm afraid. I watch naked and afraid. I could do this.
3: I'm afraid. That uh, you'd make me do it with Barry, and then no, no, I'd be out. No, by
5: yourself. So,
2: because one of you could eat the other one.
5: That's yeah, true. It'd be like that episode of Bugs Bunny on the boat. You'd look like a ham sandwich.
2: And
3: you'd look like a hamburger.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> <Ed> Sullivan? <laughs> no. No way. It's ridiculous. No. And you're no way. No way. Terrence Riley I'd, says I'd, no way. I'd be dead in, in
4: minutes. I would too.
6: I'm not going to be a,
4: I'd literally walk onto the island, and I would be a skeleton. There we go. There's the ridiculousness oh. of that. Yeah, no chance for me.
6: Someone in the chat room, Paul Kraft, wants
2: to know: Do you have cigars while you're there? No. no. Unless you you had them happen to be with you when I drop you off, but so you can bring a suitcase. Or? No. no. <laughs> now,
3: if you can't find the island because you're dropping me off, do I still get paid? Because there's a, clearly a deficiency find an island. in your ability to, to charter a boat.
2: He's not using the North
4: Star. They have GPS. I somebody
2: to charter it. Hey, Dave I'd could buy you an island off. if he wants. He's got I, people. Yeah. I don't think I could survive camping for like two weeks. Never mind an island for with two you. years. I'm with you there. I can't do do any of this stuff. Okay, you got some emails. We get This is email number two. We got to pick All one right. of these emails as the best one, if you didn't know. I, I'm, I'm making and the a, first one was Rick in Rick the movie of The Cigar Authority.
3: So the following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And... The subject line is short enough. And Tom writes, gentlemen, in order to honor the brevity that is so coveted in these weekly email submissions as a tribute to the two little cigarillos we enjoyed as part of last week's show, I offer what could be the very first Cigar Authority haiku. Here goes.
4: Cigars we all love. What's haiku mean? It's a poem, it's a Japanese poem. You ruined eight. the
2: whole thing when well, you interrupt the poem. You could ask that question immediately after. I did. You didn't start it. All right, so what is it? It's, it's
4: a poem where it's five syllables. It's a, five eight or five eight five. I forget. It's five syllables, eight syllables, five syllables, or five,
2: eight syllables, five syllables. I believe syllables,
3: it's five seven five. Five,
2: five, five but, seven five? As
3: as. Uh, Go it's ahead. a Japanese style poem right. that doesn't rhyme.
2: So I can appreciate this as it goes on. Yeah, you just okay. wanted to appreciate it. Are you ready? Ready.
3: Cigars we all love. Word thrift, Mr. J. Rewards. Cigar bank, mine. Let's see windbag Paul Kraft's email beat that. Love the show, and even you, Paul, sign Tom.
2: All right, say it, say it again now.
3: Cigars we all love. Word thrift, Mr. J. Rewards. Cigar bank, mine.
2: I don't get it at all. Yeah, it's a it's, uh... it's a Japanese-style it's, style philosoph- it's philosophical. Is right. it
4: good? It's deep. I, I don't you know. It's, uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know? Jo-
6: I think it says Jonathan, all the Jonathan values brevity, and he's going to win the bank. Not Jonathan. Which, but... an,
4: it, which worked out. I mean, you, you read it on there, so he, I guess it was good enough for that. Good job, Tom. All right. Final submission was submitted
3: through the contact dust page.
2: This guy's got it no matter of what. Of the Cigar <laughs> <authority>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I haven't even heard it yet. What's his name?
3: This is... David writing in.
2: I like Uh, his name already.
3: (laughs) As your show is progressive enough to have a panel, including a member obviously on the LGBTQ plus spectrum, (laughs) I assume you would be more woke and sensitive to the feelings of your listeners. The new prize for the letter of the week includes a band bank, which I wanted to see, so I went on to Google and put band bank in the search term, (laughs) and what came back shocked my sensibilities. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure what this is, but it looked More like what Mr. J plays around with in his off hours than something I'd want in my cigar lounge. I hope you will seek to be better in the future for the sake of your listeners. Best regards, David of Canada. But sorry, I do not know Rudy. And uh, apparently a band bank is this green...
2: Looks like the map of Cuba.
3: it, It looks like a green vegetable of some kind with a flower... That looks like, uh, looks like
5: like Florida upside down. Or it's
3: something. being yeah, spewed yeah. out of it in some way,
5: huh. and it's curved for Jonathan's pleasure.
3: It does resemble something that I play with in my off hours.
5: He's not wrong. So, so, folks,
2: I want to remind you that we give away a prize every <laughs> week. All you have to do is send an email in that's halfway decent, and you win. <laughs> Uh, Or sometimes even not halfway decent. (laughs) And this is what you're up against. You had other submissions? Yeah. And they were worse than that. (laughs) They were worse (laughs) than that.
3: (laughs) I'll read one. Uh, Maybe this one wins. Mr. J, you're getting a bit wussified lately. I personally love when Ed drops the you're tasting smoke, you effing a-hole sound effect. It's my favorite part of the show. I love when Big Barry makes gay jokes about you. I love this shit. Why? Because it's damn funny. Please don't go soft. P.S. Can we see Sarah's from the ash hole's feet?
1: Uh, that's, it, it was good up to that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got really it it got re- creepy. Re- it really went south at the end. <laughs> yeah.
9: It got creepy.
3: Yeah. I couldn't put that in, in good conscience.
6: Huh. So,
5: but but it, but I've seen Sarah's feet. She's been wearing, a, she wore open-toe shoes. The don't the say, that. don't it, say that. Don't say that out loud. You
2: know it was a good time. Hey, speaking of that, uh, this Tuesday... This Tuesday on the Ash Hole Show, yeah. it's a female takeover. Four girls are doing the show. Sarah's leading it, but four girls on the show. They're going to put their bare feet no on the desk? No they feet. Are not. <laughs> they are not. If, if it helps with ratings, <laughs> helps with ratings <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, but it, it ought to be interesting. I'm, I'm being interested to hear it. Uh, so Tuesday's at 4 o'clock, right? 4
6: o'clock Eastern, yeah.
2: And uh, you're off the show for that week. I'm off. You coming by? No. Really? It's going to be nice that day, too. Your lunch date that you have, whatever you do, nothing. No, I won't be (laughs) be here. Okay. So is that
6: why you weren't going to be here? I wasn't going to be here anyway.
2: All right. (laughs) So you got filled in. Yeah, 25th anniversary next week. Oh, my goodness. Happy anniversary. 25 years. Wow. Been there, done that.
5: But good. You know, you could have killed somebody and probably gotten out seven years (laughs) sooner. Jonathan didn't make it. No, No. 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 Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so, is the fourth email an official entry? No. No. We have
3: uh, Nurse Rick. We have um, about the movie. We have Tom with his haiku. And we have uh, David uh, upset about the LGBTQ. Oh, no, the band bank. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to go with
5: Rick just so we don't hear him whine when he comes to visit the show. That was the first one with the the movie. Mm. Last kiss and going on there.
6: Yeah.
2: He was a real wordsmith. Yes.
6: All right. I got to go with haiku. Really? We don't get much of that. I don't like it's it. It's cultured. Well, you didn't understand Would it. Say, it. That's
4: I, I, I like the one. first one. You used, you used arduous. That's a good word. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. <So laughs> I'm going to Ner- go with Nurse the first Rick one. Has, uh, I don't know uh, two what votes. that means either, to be honest with you, but uh, <laughs> I'll give it to Nurse Rick, too.
3: Okay. So, Nurse Rick, shoot me your address, or I'm sure we can get the prize here, or if you're in the Nashua area. I think you said you had an arduous mouth.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that means.
3: I thought he said he had a pretty mouth, but that could have been <laughs> wishful thinking.
2: So, and you know all these words because this is what you went to school for, right?
4: Words. Well, sometimes you know, Latin has a lot of a lot of English words have a Latin base. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and nothing else you could do with I that. I remember whole, that agreement. whole thing is besides this. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, stop. I was. You
4: know, this was the only option. Agricola is the only yeah. word I remember from Latin. Which word? Agricoli. Oh, yeah. Agricola. Agricola, Agricola. That's yeah. plural. Or, Pharma. or genitive singular. Yeah, what he said.
2: All right, so Nurse Rick gets it, and that is that. So uh, with that being said, let's get to the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars.
9: It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness, and the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
2: Okay, so Terence, you're going to get in on this. Oh, okay. So it will. Be, I, I get the week off. You get the week off, but you can use Ed if you oh, need if you need call help. Call fr- phone. Call a friend. A phone a friend anytime you want to do it. Okay. Um, and Mr. Jonathan's our champion, I believe I am. Mr. Jonathan yeah. is the champion, so uh, it's closest without going over. Okay. And today is April 24th. Okay. Streaming music services overtake worldwide sales of CDs and vinyl for the first time ever. Today, what year? And it goes to Jonathan first.
4: I'm gonna say it's 2012.
2: 2012, he says, and you say?
4: That's actually what I was gonna say, but now I can't pick that. So you can pick it. I'm I'm gonna say no, it's no fun.
2: I'll take uh I'll take thirteen. Thirteen? Ninety eight. Terrence with the block. Ninety eight. Terrence for the block and he gets the point. Two thousand thirteen. It was two thousand eighteen. Really? Two thousand eighteen. Oh. So Terrence gets a point, and it goes over to Terrence. Glenn Campbell, American actor and singer. By the time I get to Phoenix, he was born in Arkansas. He died in 2017, but he was born today. Glenn Campbell, what year? God, I, have no, I don't even know who that is. Do uh, you know who he is? No.
3: Phenomenal guitar player.
2: Really? Glenn yeah. Campbell. Part of the Wrecking Crew. What's the name? Name some of his other songs. Rhinestone you know.
4: Cowboy.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, like okay. Rhinestone
4: Cowboy. Okay. Now I, I know what that song. Okay. I'm going to say 1938. 38. 32. 32. I'm going to say 1940.
2: 32. We'll take it, Barry Stein. It's 36. Oof. So we have one point for Barry, one for Terence, and as usual, Mister Jonathan Seems has not. was closer. Without, uh, going without going I over. I know, I know. There we go. That's the, <laughs> That's the trick.
3: Dave's bullshit rule. It doesn't make any sense to anyone but him. We've had letters complaining about it. <laughs> not, I understand why. It's not how it's supposed to go. I may send one. That's not closest <laughs> without going you could over. win a prize.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Barry Stein. Barbara Streisand. Babs. Singer, songwriter, actress. Was born today in New York. What year? 1940.
5: Nineteen forty nine. Forty six.
2: Forty six. Barry will take it at forty. It's forty two. Son of a I can't Ooh. lose to Barry. It's all yeah. tied up. Nobody can, right? You don't want to do it. Barry yeah. has two points. All Terrence has, has one. Two. Mr. Jonathan is where he oh, normally he's a is. Shake. Is zero. We have two questions and one tiebreaker left. Died today. Died today. Bud Abbott. Came to fame as one of the American comedy duos Abbott and Costello alongside Lou Costello. He's famous for playing the character or oh, the straight man. He died today. What year?
5: 71. 71, Mr. J. 72.
2: 72. 68. 68. 72 will take it. It's 74. Right. 74. 74. So there's a runaway here. We have three questions. I'm three for Barry, one for Terrence. We have one question left. Barry Must has two. To- stop cheating. I, I
5: have two. Jonathan has one. Terrence has one.
2: Why did Jonathan get it? He
5: was closest. Because
3: I got the closest without going over. That's
5: that's the rule. In which we, one? We but went Abbott. over this. The but last Abbott. one.
2: Yeah. 68, you said. No, no I, said I said 68.
5: 72. He said 72. Yeah. He, he,
2: he. Oh, 72. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Barry only has two. Yeah, okay. now, it's, now it's a game again. All right. We have a game. So if you get one point... Do you even you know how this game works? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been here before? If you get one point, you tie, but you can get exact, and you get two points. Ooh. And you win. So who's it going to? I've lost Terrence my Riley. I've lost my interest in this. Terrence. <laughs> Terrence is up. Terrence died today. Another died today. Richard oh. Nixon, who died on this day, always to be remembered in the Watergate scandal and being the only president to ever resign in office. Richard Tricky Dick Nixon. 1993. 93, he says. 81. 81. 2001. 2001. 93, you'll take it. Terrence, you got it. It's 94. You were (sighs) almost close, but you're close enough to have a tie right now. So one last question. One of you guys hopefully will get it, but Mr. Jonathan could come in and make it turn into a three-way tie, or he could get two points and win it all come from nowhere Dave is the not pressure is on Dave is not explaining
3: is. the rules so that we understand it he's explaining <laughs> them so he understands
2: it <laughs> <laughs> Barry is over to you uh, Jonathan Jonathan it's
3: Barry Stein's turn okay
2: <laughs> see I got it right you got it right born today Kelly Clarkson 81 1982 85 somebody has two points and the winner is Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan comes from nowhere. A- huh. Oh my God, how exciting. Wow. He's not. He's a big fan. Huh? I'm that just gl- wasn't
6: a fair question. I think Jonathan's a big fan of Kelly Clark's. Who isn't? I'm just glad
4: Barry
5: didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he's positive that he's <laughs> glad you didn't win. <laughs> I've smoked my last Aganasa. No, you have not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have not. Yeah,
3: don't, don't, se- don't sever that relationship over the worst game in the history of the show.
2: People like it, or oh, we're going to find out. Didn't we ask that question? What is the worst segment?
5: Yes, you did. And you've got a smile on your I, face. And I know what, what's going back and forth for the lead. Really? And you've mm. got a smile on your face. Is this going to go away? Time will tell. So, that uh, would be a blessing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so in the after show, by the way, we have a new segment in the after. We we have a new sponsor and a new segment in the after show. The only segment that we have it's a very short thing. You're gonna stay for it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. To stay on in about twenty minutes, shoot the shit about events and promotions and things like that. But uh, that is that. And yeah. the goal
3: is to try to get that conversation to go as off the rails as possible.
2: Oh, well, we have the right crew for it. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so. Nicaraguan tobacco, side by side. We just had two Nicaraguan cigars together. Um, similarities. Mm-hmm. Similarities.
5: Yeah, but if, like, if your argument is that you don't like Nicaraguan because it's too spicy and too strong, the Perdomo is a perfect example that it doesn't have to be spicy or strong. If you like spicy and strong, then Agonorsa is the way to go. In that particular one. And a lot, of, a lot of them, too. Like the Aganorsa Connecticut is your classic, not your father's Connecticut. That's, it doesn't smoke like a Connecticut. It has that Nicaraguan front end spice. Aganorsa is, you know, known for their strength. Your, your strength is your leaf. Yeah. And and that's the perfect example. Well, that's known as,
2: for Nicaraguan tobacco.
3: Yeah, I would say Nick Perdomo. You could make that exact same explanation, and you'd say, okay, Perdomo's cigars are they're kind of known for strength and flavor.
2: So here's an interesting thing. Do you think during COVID we got more new people to smoke cigars, or are the cigar smokers smoking more, or both?
4: I think it's more of the second category. But there are probably some of the first, I think. You know you have a friend that smokes cigars, and you've got nothing to do for two months, and you go over there and say, what the heck, yeah. I'll try So I think there's a little bit of that, but I think it's mostly – that the guy that came on Friday to the shop and had a cigar and went home, now he's working from home and can sit inside and have a cigar every day. I think that's the big adjustment. And with I, also I th- with that's it social
3: distancing being what it is, you can very easily enjoy a cigar with your buddies and he can sit over there and you can sit here and you can still have a conversation. And this gives you something to do during uh, – the lulls in conversation.
2: Well, I think the cigar smoker. Um, you know, if if you want to say that maybe uh, the people that came in in the '90s or even the people that have been doing it the last ten years uh, ended up smoking more cigars, and what has happened to them, to a lot of people that smoke cigars, is they graduate into an, another strength level, which is I think the big part of Nicaraguan tobacco. Why did Nicaragua get so popular? Because we got the same people now branching out into more fuller-bodied cigars.
3: Also, I think there's something to the soil itself where you almost couldn't over-farm in the Jalapa Valley, for example. The the soil is just too deep. And the volcanoes have been there and the decaying matter in that soil, it's too rich. You could over-farm in a place like the Dominican and you can't do it in Nicaragua. So you're going to have consistency year after year after year for decades.
4: And, and to your point, Dave, I mean, remember, I mean, in the boom time, what was everything was a Connecticut wrapper. I mean, it, like yeah. the C- Cuban cigars were considered strong cigars. Right. And uh, Dominican and Nicaragua, everything back then was pretty mild. And now Cuban cigar is mild compared to most of the stuff that's out there from almost any country.
2: Right. No, absolutely. Well, I, I remember saying to people, they said, what strength level, and it would be Indonesia or something, would be the mildest of all. And then you'd go into Dominican Republic, Honduras, Uh, Nicaragua, Cuba. Yeah. And now Cuba probably sits down um, right after uh, maybe below Dominican. Yeah. Probably the mildest of all. Absolutely. Yeah. So very interesting. Okay. That's it for the show. Um, Next week, Justo Aroa from Aladino Cigars is going to join us live right in the studio. Everybody's starting to come back to the studio. So that's going to be great. We don't have to do the Zoom things. And we're going to talk about tobacco farming And a new cigar that's just about ready to hit the market. We're going to talk about that. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And you may have actually learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.